1: Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation Channel 156.
2: This is Denise Salcedo with the world's strongest man, Mark Henry, and this is the weekend edition of the Busted Open podcast. On today's show, we'll discuss the return of Roman Reigns on Friday Night SmackDown. And he had a very important announcement involving Night of Champions. Plus, AJ Styles has advanced in the World Heavyweight Championship Tournament to face Seth Rollins in the finals. Which guy will come out on top at Night of Champions? You won't want to miss it. Mark, Roman Reigns is back and he basically said everybody straight, Uh, Let's break down a little bit about what happened. So Roman basically tells the Usos like, hey, you guys lost at WrestleMania. You guys lost the championship belts. And you're basically assuming we weren't going to come out here and talk about it. He gets into Solo's face. And he starts basically saying, like, you're not the problem. It's the Usos. Gets into the faces of the Usos. And there's a moment where he even shoves Jimmy. And he's telling them, apologize to me. And Jimmy kind of doesn't want to do it. But Jay Uso is a little bit more... More of like, you know what? Let's just do it. He apologizes. And so you even see this conflict between Jimmy and Jay. This all leads to Roman Reigns basically letting them know you guys ain't getting the job done. So Solo Sokoa and I are. And we ended up getting a match set up for Night of Champions that was completely unexpected, I would say. And it is a Roman Reigns and Solo Sokoa teaming up together together. To face the undisputed tag team champions, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn in Saudi Arabia. So, uh, Mark, I guess I'll start off with asking you, you know, how you felt about this. How you feel about Roman uh, going for the tag titles?
1: Very, very saucy. Not Uzi, but saucy. (laughs) Damn! (laughs) You talk about completely they, – they, they basically have, have have delegated them to carrying the bags, go pull the car around. Roman doesn't have faith in him. And for him to put himself in a match with Sacoa, um basically means, okay, they're out. So with that being said, now I want to see the Usos go out there and interfere with the intent on helping, but they don't help. And Kevin and Sammy win, and they're left standing there. And now you have the all out fight between, uh, the babyface Usos and the bloodline and it's them against the world again. Um, I'm wondering why Roman didn't say to Solo, "The problem are your brothers."
2: No, he did and, and, say and that. Put that out
1: there. No, he did he say said that. The Usos, right?
2: No, he said brothers. He said brothers.
1: Okay, all right. Because it seemed like he kind of skated around the family thing and just you know listed them, but. If that's what, yeah, I just might have missed it. But him pushing Jimmy in the face, uh, I, I was like, yeah, yeah, whoa. I mean, it's two things you, you don't do to a man. You don't put your hand on his face and you don't spit on him. You know, those things are punishable by the extreme measures that <laughs> that should be given at that moment. Go for it. And they didn't, and I, I felt like, um, oh, man, I don't know if it's, it's, it's like emasculating them, and but it, it's definitely a, a greater sense of disrespect than I was looking for.
2: It definitely is, but I kind of like that, though. That's what you need, right? Like, that's what's going to amplify Roman mm. Reigns as this guy who is like, yeah, he's so, you know, he sees himself as so high and mighty in comparison to you know anybody else and even the, you know his own family in the bloodline especially right now that they're dropping the ball and he was kind of talking about how how they embarrassed him you know they embarrassed him by losing the championship and i love that because it's like yeah you know roman reigns sees himself in this light in this level and when he's surrounding himself against people that aren't uh, you know, aren't winners that aren't holding gold, then it's going to be for somebody like Roman Reigns' character, it's going to be embarrassing. And that's been my favorite thing. Like Roman Reigns' character has been sort of this like, a combination of like any authority figure in your life, Mark, that has ever been terrifying. Like you think like you think about all these different like phases in your life and these authority figures that have had some sort of control over you and you're like terrified of them. Like you think of like your parents or 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 the pr- school principal or, you know, someone like right, that, right. that would be like, you know, telling you you're doing wrong. And so every time I see uh, every time I see Roman Reigns, you know, kind of talk to uh Talk to talk to to the Usos or Solo Sarkoa or or Paul Heyman for that sake in this manner. Like you definitely get that vibe.
1: Yeah, I, I think that it, it's cool. I would have rather seen him tell them, "Get out of my ring," because like somebody you you hit somebody or you you touch somebody, then you got to fight. And and I, I would have rather seen. Uh, him tell them to get out of the ring than to put his hands on them because uh, these are big, strong, tough, athletic, historically great tag team. And now you put them in a place where they don't look so tough. I mean, I I really would have liked to see Jimmy fire up and and Roman, if you're going to put your hands on him, at least say oh so now you want to be tough now you want to fight now you want to beat somebody up why you didn't do that last week you see what i'm saying
2: oh yeah i get it it's kind of like you know you should be like standing up for
1: yourself type deal yeah like you you got to let them be men and and that's that 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 didn't happen Were you
2: surprised to see this match announcement for uh, the Saudi Arabia show and Night of
1: Champions? Yeah, I was. Um, Man, I, I mean, I had no clue that Roman would do what he did and put himself in the tag team picture while he's already holding two titles. And if this comes to pass and Roman and Solo become champions, Holy hell! You talk about uh, all hell breaking loose. That that would that would be big for me.
2: I almost like look. I'm kind of I'm I'm kind of stuck here. There's part of me, Mark, that I'm like, oh, okay, so. I don't want to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens lose their championship. I really don't because uh, it's barely been like a little bit over a month since they held the titles. I want to kind of see them have some fun with it over on their brand and, you know, get some, see some matchups, this and that. But there's a small part of me, the, the my little devil on my shoulder, Mark, is kind of going chaos. What would it look like if Roman had to come out with not one, not two, not three but four championships essentially uh, around him. So if he were to hold those those tag titles, uh, he would essentially have four belts there. And part of me is like, what would that look like? And I kind of want to see it.
1: Oh, my God. You know what? We're on the same page. I think I want to see it too. I feel like Roman has done such a great job for the industry. That everything he touched, he's going to give more value to. So if he won the tags, you don't have to keep them long, especially if he loses them to the Usos. Ooh. Ooh.
2: You when you said that? that, I kind of felt like chills on my arms. Or, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, but I just know here's the thing though, there's going to be chaos. There's going to be chaos in, like, social media worlds because everybody's going to be like, why are they giving all the bouts to Roman Reigns? And then Roman Reigns is out here defending the tag titles when he isn't even defending his championships. Uh, you know, that's going to be the argument, Mark.
1: It's going to be an argument, but it'd be one that you'll lose because it's about dollars and cents. And what really makes sense is to have, um, is to have Roman... give more value to those titles.
0: Hey everyone, it's Howard Bender from the Andy Up Podcast. Every weekday Adam Ronis and I serve you up the picks, plays, and fantasy information needed to win your bets. You know, this isn't just your average sports betting show though, for one very good reason. We won't tell you what to do Unless we've already done it ourselves. That's right. We put our money where our mouths are. So we're just as invested in each bet as you are. Subscribe today, wherever you get your podcasts or listen on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers.
2: Back into the bloodline here, really quickly, because you know you kind of mentioned a little bit of like, hmm, what if Roman Reigns was to you know Roman Reigns and Solo Sikoa were to become tag team champions, and there's this possibility of maybe them losing it against the Bloodline. I don't know, but I do want to ask you, how much longer do you continue telling the story with the Bloodline, and what is what's the payoff?
1: Until it stops making money. Oh, that's <laughs> it, That's when I stop. Like. They, <laughs> Man, they are are raking in the cash. And all the evidence points to them that WrestleMania hit the numbers that it hit. That Backlash was able to hit the numbers that it hit. It was the the bloodline that got Royal Rumble to hit the numbers that it hit. All of these pay-per-views hit historically great numbers while the bloodline is at the top of the order so until it dips and the fan base is like all right i had enough because they'll let you know i mean there's been historically great wrestlers that once the crowd gets fed up you'll see the number dip dramatically
2: Right. And that's the thing too is that I'm wondering, like, what do I want to get from this here? And here's a part of what I want to see. And Mark, I'm curious about your thoughts. I oh, kind of okay. want to see Solo Sokoa be the one to eventually, you know, I obviously I'm talking like maybe months from now, but whatever. I want to see Solo Sokoa turn on Roman Reigns. I want to see Solo Secoa basically be, you know, he's already this, you know, alpha male, this beast, right? But he's still under the thumb of Roman Reigns. I want I want to eventually see him break out from that. And I think that seeing Roman and Solo Sikoa is kind of what I want to see, you know, towards the end of this road.
1: You know what? You're, you're not wrong, uh, but it's going to be... Longer than six months. Um, I, I I mean, just the way that, you know, using the Force and my Jedi Knight skills, um, I, I can kind of see uh, Roman and Sokoa uh, winning the tags. And the team that beats them uh, are the Usos. And when Roman... Starts to you know retaliate against his brothers. You see Solo get the Darth Vader um, feeling when when the Emperor uh, and uh, I went down this, the nerd rabbit hole. <laughs> uh, when the Emperor told Luke to kill him because he wanted to take his body, he wouldn't do it. But Darth Vader was conflicted when he was trying to kill Luke. If you're not gonna do it, then there's no use for you. And I wanna see Solo like, my brothers, Roman. My brothers, Roman. I choose my brothers. Bang, Spike Roman. And now you got a big build-up match between Roman and Sakoa, which Sokoa would be built up enough by then to be able to say, okay, I see value in that as a big-time pay-per-view.
2: Exactly. That's kind of what I was kind of going with. I want to see that whole thing where he's, you know, picking between his brothers, picking between Roman, and eventually, you you know, turns on Roman. And what we're going to get here, or what I'm assuming we might get, is Roman Reigns standing all alone, just him, and who knows I'm pretty sure he'll still be champion by them but maybe it'll come maybe they can do like a whole thing where it's like these belts have gotten in the way of you know all of your relationships and you lost the Usos you lost Solo uh maybe even Paul Heyman I don't think Paul Heyman will be gone I think Paul Heyman will always be there next to Roman but maybe they can even do something like that where it's like he lost everything to hold on to these championship belts I because I'm still expecting Roman to have those belts for a very long time still so I'm I'm picturing them still there but I do want to see that because I feel like that's going to be the thing for Solo Sokoa to like go from like yeah you you know you have potential you could be a big deal someday to all of a sudden he's the big deal you know getting the rub with feuding with Roman Reigns and having this whole entire you know long-term storytelling
1: yeah I I think that he has to have some singles matches in between. So even though he's the tag champion and they hijacked the tag championships, um, I'd also like to see uh, Solo versus Kevin Solo. Nice, yeah. Solo versus, you know, Sami Zayn and other people that are on that show that are high level players. Because you're going to need a a video package showing that he did more than just be a bodyguard. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing.
2: Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio
1: and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or.
2: last night on friday night smackdown we got two triple threat matches and then a singles match so we saw aj styles versus edge versus Rey mysterio and uh we ended up seeing aj styles win from that that was a really fun matchup we had austin theory versus bobby lashley and Sheamus, and uh ended up seeing uh bobby lashley take that one and then We eventually ended up seeing AJ versus Bobby with AJ winning that. And so now we know that at Night of Champions, it is going to be AJ Styles versus Seth Rollins. And whoever wins from that match will become the world's heavyweight champion. So let's start off, uh, Mark, with AJ, Edge, and Ray. Uh, How did you feel about this match?
1: I mean, I I was telling you earlier, you know, like I, I loved it. Uh, I like the veteran leadership in that match. I love the fact that there was no wasted mo- motions, uh, that there were false finishes that got me. I mean, they they honestly got me. I, I thought, oh, this is it. It's over. Uh, what? Like, I mean, they did that. So uh, anytime you can do that to um, anybody that's a wrestling fan, you're doing your job because – that's the storytelling of wrestling that makes it worth it
2: it definitely is and i think you mentioned a lot of good stuff here i think the thing that i took away from this match is how cohesive it was where they were doing things where you're like only these guys would do the things that they're doing yeah there was one of my favorite moments was right before they went to commercial break um it basically ended up being where aj styles i think got edge with a drop kick but edge was on the outside and he had Rey Mysterio in a position where when he got when he took the drop kick from AJ Styles he ended up DDTing Rey Mysterio into the ground and so little things like that was kind of what got over with me I thought they found a really good way of instead of it being like You know, when you have a triple threat match, right, instead of it just being like the two guys in focus and then one guy's out and then comes back in. um, The thing that they did in this match was find ways to incorporate all three very nicely and throughout the majority of the match. And that was something that I definitely enjoyed seeing. And, uh, you know, Edge, I think, fooled a lot of us because Edge had done an interview where he basically said that he or not an interview. I think he posted it on social media or something where he had. Yeah, social media. Excuse me. He had said that he was looking to kind of maybe, you know, go back and become world's heavyweight champion. And he talks about, you know, having to drop the belt before and maybe, you know, picking right back off where he left off. And it was funny because prior to that, Edge wasn't really like a pick that I wanted to see win in this. Like I was cool if he did, but he wasn't like my top pick. Right. But after that, I kind of did want to see him, you know, win maybe just a little bit. But I was so glad when it was AJ Styles because I feel AJ, um, for, for a long time, I feel like he hasn't been in the spot on the roster where I think he should be.
1: Edge can be wherever he wants to be. He's that good. He's that interesting. His fan base is that large. People care. People give a damn, however you want to phrase it. Uh, he's an interesting match. And whatever match he's going to be in is going to be super creative. Like Edge is one of the smartest master psychologists around pro wrestling. He's seen it all and done it all. Legitimately has won every title. Uh, So it's easy for him because he has such – a catalog of matches to look back on. That being said, he was in the ring with two guys that have equally done what he's done. Rey Mysterio is, is king in the ring. He, he, he won world titles after world titles. He, he's he been a tag champion. He's, he's done it all. So, AJ Styles his his career speaks for itself. He's a main event player. Uh uh I mean big WrestleMania matches as well as TNA and everywhere he's ever been. He has been great. So I expected that out of that match. I sat back and was like, "Okay, let me see. Let me see if I if they can't get me." And they got me. Even if I was when I was expecting it not to happen, and I knew that okay, it's time is ticking. We gotta get to some other matches. They 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 fooled me on the time, everything like. I, I can't wait to send a text to these guys today and say, "Hey man, how proud I was to watch that match."
2: That's awesome! Uh, yeah, I, I completely agree with you on that. And then uh, so Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, and Sheamus. This one, I was curious to see what direction they were going to go in, Mark, because I felt like you could have made a case for everybody like Austin Theory. You know, they're always, you know, wanting to push or well, you know, people for the most part, he's been a pushed guy. Right. And then uh, Sheamus, to me, was actually my pick because I just feel he's did having banger after banger after banger, right? And then, but the reason I was also thinking Bobby Lashley was because, you know, this guy did not get a WrestleMania match. Like, you've got to give him something, man. And I think that him, uh, you know, getting this win here, yeah, of course, it doesn't equal to getting a WrestleMania match. but. I, it's something it's something you get a win in this triple threat and then go on to face AJ Styles I kind of call that uh you know at least a win you take them where you can get them
1: yeah uh I don't it's not a charity business it's a wrestling business uh it's not about giving it's about earning and I, I really do feel like Bobby earned the the place to be there uh they didn't give it to him because uh uh Wrestlemania not him ha- not having a match also who would be the better match in the main event, like where people give a damn? Like there, there was no real serious history with with AJ and Sheamus, and I feel like the better the better place was to have Bobby because Bobby and AJ have had history and chemistry in the ring, so. I thought that was a good move that people would tune in to see that. You know, the you get to the you get to the last hour of the show. It's been a lot of wrestling, Denise. It's yeah, been a right. lot of packages. <laughs> it's been a lot of this. And people are tired and they want to go to bed. The last thing you want is that main event to be like Oh man, I don't even want to see this. They don't even have a history. Like, that, fans think that way because I'm one of them.
2: Right, right, and, exactly.
1: And and we got, they put the, the right combination in the ring for everybody to stay home and watch.
2: Yeah, and I think my pick was a shame. It's mainly because I wanted to see this, like, matchup between him and AJ. I wanted to see what those two would be able to mix up. But, uh, again, uh, one of the things that I did like about this triple threat match, though, I will say this, is I like that they teased Austin Theory getting a win in the similar fashion that he did at backlash because i kind of fell for it that moment where i almost felt like he was going to steal the victory and win i fell for it and i'm like wait are they going to do this again and they didn't and i was like oh thank god right you know <laughs> <laughs> nothing against the guy but i really did think that they were going to do the same thing for a minute there i bought into it
1: i i love theory i think that uh theory found himself we said he didn't have an identity yeah. and like, I mean, the I don't know if it was the, the beard and the fact that he started, you know, talking more braggadocious than I'm better than you. There's a difference. I'm better than you. Anybody can say I'm better than you. But braggadocious means you have to have some facts behind it. And he has some big wins. And how can you argue with winning? So theory is a great option, just not right now. He had his, he had I mean, he had a good year.
2: I get it, I get it, and I mean he's still you know he's still a U.S. champ, so he still has that. uh He really was just I think uh, a a good person to have in the tournament, but not somebody that I guess you necessarily expected to go all all the way. But going all the way is AJ Styles and Seth Rollins. So with that being said, uh. Is there anybody here that you're like leaning more towards in terms of actually becoming the champion?
1: You know what? Uh, AJ is my gospel music riding buddy. I love <laughs> is AJ. he really? Oh yeah, man. We listen to gospel rap. We get in the car. We AJ, I don't know how he keeps his body looking like that because I took him to every soul food joint across America. And he, man, fried fried pork chops and fried chicken. That, that's that's AJ Styles. He a country boy, and but with that being said, if there's nobody in pro wrestling that respects what Seth Rollins has done, uh, not match for match for match, but I'm talking about professionalism, Denise. There's a lot of guys at the elk of Seth Rollins that won't, they won't lose to Cody three times. They, they, won't, they won't sacrifice themselves for the greater good of the industry, especially when the industry loves him. They love to cheer for him. They love to cheer against him. Whatever role you want him in, he's excellent. And he keeps putting himself in the background. It's time to do right by Seth Rollins.
2: Right. And I got to tell it's you, time. I'm, it, it, he was, to me, he was my pick, uh, you know, heading into this when they announced this tournament, because I was hoping that it would be him. And, but here's the thing now that they've given me the option of, oh, it could also be AJ, I like that they did this. And the reason for this is that. I feel you need to also not make it so like predictable, right? And I know to a lot of people it still is, but I feel like you can make a good case for AJ Styles. And so my case for AJ, or at least what I would kind of want to see him win, I'm I'm good with both, right? But I'm going to make a case for AJ. And that is that, I feel, you know, AJ hasn't been at the very mountain, mountain, mountain top of the programs, you know, in the world title picture uh, in, in a while. You know, he did waste, he he spent a lot of time, uh, you know, doing stuff with Omas that didn't really end up going anywhere. Uh, and then afterwards, you know, the whole thing with the club started and then, you know, he was gone and then we kind of stopped and then we started back up again. So I feel like for like the last maybe like year or so, we really haven't seen a AJ in that main title program and so part of me is thinking like you know how long do we have with AJ Styles right like how long do we still have with him like how long is it going
1: to be I hate to interrupt you but look what look at the match that uh AJ had with Omos and you look at the match that Seth Rollins had with Omos like yes Omos was learning still and he was working his way to where he can get in the ring with a Seth Rollins and be comfortable. But you look at the match for a match, and AJ, his match was not as good as Seth's match with almost.
2: And I do and agree with that. I do agree with that. I do think the Seth Omas match was a whole so lot better. Don't
1: you want to see the guy that can get the best matches out of people? Be the well, guy. I do
2: think that AJ is known for having a lot of really great matches, but here's the thing. So I was going to say, so after I made my case for AJ, uh, because I do kind of want to see what he would look like, you know, right now as a world's heavyweight champion. Right. But that being said, I'm still leaning towards picking Seth Rollins because uh, and you kind of, you know, nailed it on the head there when you said the people love to root for Seth Rollins in the sense that, you know, we've been seeing all these different, you know, iterations of Seth recently when he was doing the stuff as the Messiah and then, you know, kind of dropped that. And then now he's doing, I mean, you know, he's this fashion. I don't know. He comes out with the fashion. People sing to his song. This and that. Right? Right, exactly. He's got it, and so the reason why I want to see Seth be the person to win this is that I don't always he he brings he brings the caliber that you would expect from a champion, but is somehow always kind of like not the time for him right it's always a time for somebody else and so i do want to see seth rollins get his time as world's heavyweight champion yeah, me and too. so if you're telling me whose time does it feel like it is right now is uh, even time? though i made my case for aj it's definitely seth rollins that i think has to get the yes time. we
1: agree again. Yeah, no
2: we agree but Woo-hoo-hoo. i do want to make a case for aj styles because if styles does win i'm okay with that too like i would not be upset i know some people probably would i wouldn't but I do think that Seth Rollins has uh, everything that I like in a possible champion. And by that, I mean that his matches are always exciting. I I can't remember the last time Seth Rollins had a dull match. And that, to me, is very important.
1: The, the guy does not bo- boring or average. Um, any adjective that is in that category does not fit Seth Rollins. Like he's elite, he's one of the best wrestlers in the world. uh You can make the argument for him being the best wrestler in the world and 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 that's a short list. It's about ten guys and you know for him to be on that list and at, at the top of that list um i I just want to see him get his just due because he has sacrificed and and from a business perspective. And I, I look at stuff from a wrestling story's perspective first. But then I look at it from a business perspective. And doing good business is, is having Seth be the guy.
0: Busted Open is part
1: of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast
0: Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Foundation channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.